Welcome and thank you for joining us here at Life Central. If you want to know more about who we are and what we're all about, check out our website, lifecentral.org.za or like, follow and subscribe to our social media channels. We hope this message speaks into your life and that you will find meaning and purpose through it, guiding you through your daily life. There's a story out of Middle Eastern folklore that talks about a farmer who has a horse and uh, this horse was used to help till his fields. One night the horse gets out and, and runs away into the hills. The next day the farmer's neighbor comes to him and says, oh man, I heard about your horse running away. What bad luck. The farmer looks at the neighbor and he says, bad luck, good luck, who knows? A couple of days later, the farmer's horse returns. And when he returns, he brings with him a whole herd of wild horses. Following day, the farmer's neighbor arrives, says, I heard your horse came back with a whole herd of wild horses. What good luck. Farmer looks at his neighbor and says, good luck, bad luck, who knows? A couple of days later, a farmer's son is busy trying to tame one of these wild horses, gets thrown from the horse and breaks his leg. Next day, farmer's neighbor arrives and says, I heard your boy got hurt, broke his leg while trying to tame one of these horses. What bad luck? Farmer says, bad luck, good luck, who knows? The following week, the local militia arrives at the farm, uh, recruiting every able-bodied youth to go and fight with them in the war. They find the farmer's son. The farmer's son has a broken leg. The farmer's son cannot go to war and they leave him behind. <laughs> Good luck, bad luck. Who knows? At the end of the day, guys and ladies, we do not control the future. You do not control your future. I do not control my future. And in reality, if we try to control the future, it will absolutely kill us. If you're trying to control your future right now, it's going to kill you emotionally, physically, spiritually. And the same applies for me. We'll spend all of our emotion, all of our energies, all of our soul trying to control something that is absolutely impossible to control. And yeah, good things happen in life and bad things happen in life. And sometimes bad things happen to good people. It's a part of life. Now, if you've grown up around church or, or, or you, 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 you engaging in Christian circles today, uh, you may know that when bad things tend to happen, um, somewhere, someone tends to quote some words from um, someone who faced some really harsh things in life, uh, faced severe beatings on multiple occasions, um, 
faced stoning, faced being shipwrecked, uh, faced a snake bite. I went through multiple whippings and lashings. Was left for dead on multiple occasions. Even went through relational fallout and betrayal. And today we call him Paul the Apostle. And it was Paul the Apostle writing to a, to a church in first century Rome where he said this, and, and this is what gets quoted in those moments all the time, that we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose. Beautiful words. And when people are going through a tough time, that's what gets quoted. God will work all things for the good. God will work all things for the good. I'd love for you right here, right now, with a sober mind, to just stop and think about that statement for a moment. Stop and think about God causing everything to work together for the good. And think about some of the stuff that you've gone through and having someone step into your life and quote those words of Paul. God causing everything to work together for the good. In your drained income, in your toxic workspace, in your struggling relationships, in your aching personal loss, in your broken heart, all things working together for good. In those moments, what do those words feel like? In reality, more often than not, those words feel like a lie. Think about it. To parents who've lost a child, those words may feel like a lie. To someone who's just lost their job or even worse, as a result, lost their pension, their entire re retirement. In that, that moment, those words can very easily feel like a lie, like they are detached from reality, like they have not experienced and lived through what you have just lived through or what those parents have just lived through or what that person has just gone through or what that means for their future moving forward. How could this possibly work together for any form of good. God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose. Okay, so maybe there's, maybe there's like uh, some, some qualifying factors there. You need to love God and you need to be called according to His purpose. And then all of these things will work together for your good. And I do believe that those are qualifying factors there. But in reality, I've also lived long enough to see people who love God and people who are called according to God's purpose, to see them still suffer badly, go through horrendous things, go through heartache, go through personal loss go through financial ruin, go through all those sorts of things. And in 
truth, it can be exceptionally hard to understand in those moments. To reconcile these words of Paul with what we're going through in that moment. Now, oftentimes, to understand a statement, we need to also understand the thinking of the author. Like, what was the author thinking in this moment as they were communicating what they're saying? You see, in reality, guys and ladies, you and I, we see this statement through the eyes of our thinking. We see this statement through our experience, through what we're going through, through our hurt, through our loss, through our pain, through our insecurities, through our our mistrust, through whatever it is. We see the statement through the eyes of our thinking and our experience. We see the statement through the here and the now. And as we consider it through the here and the now, through our thinking, through our experience, chances are it might not feel true. It might might not feel like God is working all things for my good, for your good. I mean, we could even argue and say, you know, the truth is Jesus even said it. Jesus even said that here on earth, you'll you'll have many trials and sorrows. Like it's going to happen. In other words, yes, bad things are going to happen to good people. Jesus said it. So so maybe Paul got it wrong. Maybe, Maybe Paul's looking at it, missing the words of Jesus completely. But you see, maybe, maybe your perception, maybe my perception, maybe our point of view, maybe we're just starting from the wrong point, from the wrong place. Maybe Paul understood this statement that he made through God's thinking, through God's mind. Maybe Paul understood the words that he spoke about God making all things work together for our good through the statement of Jesus, through the statement that yes, here on earth, you'll have many trials and sorrows. Maybe Paul is making his statement through the statement of Jesus, understanding that that's not all that Jesus said. That Jesus also went on to say, he said, yeah, here on earth you will have many trials and many sorrows, but take heart, but take heart because I have overcome the world. And maybe that's what, what Paul latched onto. Maybe Paul latched onto, yeah, we, we see the here and the now. But God sees the here and the now through the view of eternity. The, that, that, that Paul was viewing what he was saying through the aspect that Jesus has overcome this world. Meaning this world isn't all there is to the story. 
And I know that for a lot of people, as you're listening to this right now as well, that at times this feels like a cop-out. This feels like a Christian cliche and an absolute Christian cop-out. This feels especially like a cop-out when we're far from God. And that's just a reality. That when my heart's not aligned with God's heart, when my thinking's not aligned with His thinking, then this definitely feels like a cop-out because it all feels like a lie. And what I love about, about the heart of God for your life and for my life is that it's in these moments when we feel far that He invites us to be close. That He invites us to come and to gain His heart, to gain His mind. That He actually invites us to be so close that He calls us a part of His family. That that's what He's inviting us into. Is He's inviting us into being a part of His family. It was Paul again. A little earlier on in this same letter to the church in Rome, in fact, it was moments before our opening portion where he says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. What he's saying there is that when we are led by the Spirit of God, when we allow His Spirit to lead us, that we become part of His family. When we allow Him to be the final leading authority of our lives, that we become a part of His family, that we become that close with Him. And ultimately, guys and ladies, a day will come where we will leave the here and the now. A day will come where the lights will go out on this side of eternity, so to speak. Where you'll take your last breath, I'll take my last breath. The hurt and the pain and, and the joy and, the, and, the, and the, the exhilaration and all of the stuff that we, that we face on this side of eternity, all of that stuff, It'll end here. But that's not the end. We'll pick it up in eternity. We'll pick it up on the other side of eternity. And a day will come where, yes, we will leave the here and the now. And we will enter into God's eternity. Where this statement becomes a reality where even though it might not in certain moments feel like it's real, like God, it may not feel like God works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. But when we step into eternity, we will experience the fullness of that statement that we will start to really experience what Paul was speaking into. In that moment. Yeah. It's in that moment that we will start to understand the words of Jesus. 
where he said, yeah, here on earth, you're going to face some really tough stuff. And yes, good things will happen to bad people and bad things will happen to good people. And it may seem confusing and it may not make sense and it may even hurt. But take heart because I've overcome this world. And we will understand that so much clearer as we stand before him on that day. I love the line that Jesus used just before he made that statement where he says, I've told you this. I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Guys and ladies, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you've been through. But one thing that I know that every human being is looking for is peace. And I believe that Jesus comes and he communicates his heart of love. He comes and he communicates this like beautiful um, message to you and to me saying, I've overcome the stuff that's getting you down here and a day will come where it doesn't affect you anymore. And I've come to tell you this so that you can live moving forward with my peace. You don't have to live in doubt and fear and insecurity. No, you can live with my peace because peace is available to us on this side of eternity, guys and ladies, when we start trusting God with all of eternity. Where you at today? Are you trusting God with all of eternity? Or are we so narrow-minded and so focused and so locked onto what's happening right here, right now, how it's affecting us, how it's hurting us, how it's, it's affecting the people around us? That we've somewhere along the line forgotten who that lead authority is in our lives. That we can't control the future, but we know who controls the future and that we can trust Him in these moments. It was again the Apostle Paul, kind of the same time frame, but just to a different church, where he wrote this. He wrote, Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete. And even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. He says, but when the time of perfection comes, I want to hit pause there for a moment. When the time of perfection comes, what's the time of perfection? That means when the lights are out here and we step into eternity, the day we stand before God, it is the time of perfection. So he says, but when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. 
And then he goes on to put this portion right in the middle of it all where he says this. He says, when I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. What's he, what's he communicating to you and to me? That it's in these moments that we're going to require a bit of maturity. We're going to need a bit of maturity. We're going to need to journey with God. We're going to need to trust God with our future, with eternity, with our families, with our workspaces. We're going to have to journey with God so closely that we allow Him to develop and build His maturity into us so that when these hard moments that are hard to understand, hard to comprehend, hard to deal with, that we struggle with, that we battle through, that when we get into these moments, there's His maturity through His Spirit can come and settle our hearts and bring the peace that we need. He carries on. He says this. He says, Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete, but then... I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. So yes, we don't have all the answers on this side of eternity. We don't know everything. We won't know everything. But what is communicated to us here by Paul is that a day will come where we will stand before God. We will see him. We will engage with him. We will start to understand and comprehend the things that we have absolutely no way of understanding and comprehending today. You see, guys and ladies, at the end of the day, if you and I approach this life so focused on the here and the now that we do not take into account a life that is to come after this life, We'll always live disappointed. We'll always live hurt. We'll always blow up and magnify the impermanent as permanence. And in reality, it'll just end up crushing our spirits and leaving us feeling alone. But when we take Jesus at his word, when we take the reality of what Paul is communicating to us here, when we realize that, that, that Jesus really has overcome this world on our behalf, we can start viewing what we're experiencing through a completely different lens, through a completely different view, and start to understand that, hey, this isn't it. And that God is working all things together for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And a day is going to come where we will experience it. So yeah, we can't control the future. 
but we can trust the one who does. And we might see the here and the now, but God sees the here and the now through the view of eternity. And for you and for me, guys and ladies, peace is available to us on this side of eternity when we start trusting God with all of eternity. And when we start doing that, then we know that God causes everything to work together for those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. Today, where are you at? Maybe today is the day where you need to give your pain, give your mistrust, give your insecurities, give all the, the hurts that you've accumulated because the here and the now felt like it's all that there is. To give that to Him, to trust Him, and to trust Him with your eternity. Let's pray. Father God, we thank You that we can trust You with our lives, that we can trust You with our futures, that we can trust You with our families, our finances, our workspaces, our relationships, with every aspect of life, knowing that You work all things together for those for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purpose. Lord, and as, as unbelievable as that may feel on this side of eternity at times, I thank you, Lord, that the truth of your heart for our lives starts to make sense when we for ourselves, recognize that your plans are so much bigger than the here and the now. That your plans for our lives far extend even this life. And that as we trust you with our eternity, Lord, that your peace follows, your joy follows, your excitement for life follows. And Lord, that we start to see things through your heart, through your mind. And Father God, that as a result, we can love the way we should love. We can engage this, the way that we should engage with others. And ultimately, that we can give you the ultimate lead of our lives, knowing that we can trust we love you. These lives are yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. We love you. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening in to the Life Central podcast today. If you would like to get connected or get involved, follow us on social media or visit our website, lifecentral.org.za. We hope you join us here again 
next week.